1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 971 FM Talk
0: Podcast. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. And now here's your host, Rich
2: oris Good Saturday afternoon, and welcome to Ride at Home with Rich, your top destination for all things home improvement. I'm your host, Rich oris and I am just absolutely thrilled. To have you all join me today is, you know, we're going to dive headfirst into the world of not just home improvement, but safety. Um, You know, your home is really more than just a collection of walls and roofs. And, you know, it's more of a sanctuary or a haven, you know, the place where all your memories are made. So let's face it, you know. It's enduring as homeowners to really try and keep your house safe and secure. Um, It requires a bit of knowledge, uh, some know-how, and a whole lot of dedication. So on today's episode, my right-hand man, Todd Bachman, is going to join in and help us tackle that topic, the home safety. We'll be discussing practical ways to really safeguard your loved ones and your belongings. So, I'll also have my On the Road with Rich segment and my hacks, So don't go anywhere. You're gonna to wanna to hear both of those as well. But you know, getting this thing going. Todd, hey, thanks for joining me today. How's how's your day going so far?
3: Uh it's going well. Thanks for having me, Rich. This is gonna be a really important show. So I'm excited to get started.
2: Yeah, yeah. We haven't we've we've touched on some stuff here and there, but you know, to really have a a nice, long, whole episode hitting on all things kind of, you know, home safety around the home and different ideas, I think it's really going to bring some stuff forward for some people to get them to think about, you know, what they do and how they do it. No doubt. For sure. Absolutely. Well, I wanted to start
3: with a very important topic, and that's carbon
2: monoxide.
3: Uh, it's kind of a silent killer it's very dangerous so I wanted to see if you had any sort of you know safety tips on prevention what causes carbon monoxide how you can prevent it things like that
2: yeah no and, and really to look at it there, there's a lot of, of different things that you can do and that you can watch out for um, so you know it's important to kind of understand you know what is it and uh what are you looking out for? All of that. And, you know, carbon monoxide, it's poisonous to humans and animals. Um, so it is important to really learn, you know, how to prevent and the warning signs to watch out for. Um, they call it the the silent killer. It is, you know, it's clear, it's odorless, um, it's very poisonous, um, and, and it's just really... It's made from, you know, man-made combustion, um, basically from your furnace flue pipes, your fireplaces. So when those things become defective, um, oil heaters, all of that, that's when you can actually get the carbon monoxide inside your home. Um, Improperly vented, you know, or obstructed um, home appliances, that really is what, you know, creates the carbon monoxide inside the home, your vehicle. Anything with combustion um puts that, you know, can put that in your home. And it's a it's a big thing to watch out for also, you know, how we build homes in in today's world, because, you know, there's this newer theory over the past, you know, 10 to, to 20 years that we've been working on improving how we do it, as far as they've been building houses tighter and tighter and tighter and keep the cold out and all this and really started to realize how unhealthy a very tight home can be. So, you know, having a home that's too tight can also be another thing that produces basically poor ventilation. If your home is 100% airtight and, and it doesn't leak any air whatsoever, and you turn on a bath exhaust fan, where does the air come from that you're you know, when the when you're pulling air out, you need new air to come in. Where does that come from? Well, it's going to come from your your ventilation from your furnace, gas furnace, gas water heater. So make up air in the homes not getting like kitchen exhaust fans that that you know pull too much CFM. There's new codes and regulations, and that's all carbon monoxide driven. Um, so kind of thinking about. You know, what, what to watch for of, of signs of maybe something's going wrong. Um, so if you're, if you're looking at like your hot water, if you start to get a decrease in hot water supply, check your gas water heater. You know, it could be venting wrong, could, could be having something going wrong where, where that could be happening. Um, moisture on your windows um, is another sign. There'll be a lot of moisture with, with carbon monoxide, um, generally because it's warm. Um, So, so it'll create moisture in the home, on the windows, things like that. Um, Look at your chimney, have your chimney inspected, look for, you know, obstructed, loose, disconnected chimney vents. Um, Black soot on your fuel-burning appliances and the vents is another sign, so just you know, having these things looked at and inspected, you know, yearly is a really good idea. Um, Rust or water on the vents, again, that moisture thing, that could be another sign of it. And then any loose or missing, you know, your, anything on your, on your furnace, when you look at the furnace, the furnace panel, the vents, the things like that, you want to make sure that's really up there and getting that inspected and making sure there's not a crack in the heat exchanger, or anything like that. That's all places that, you know, this stuff could come from. Um, but now knowing what to kind of watch out for and inspect, you know, there's signs with people of yeah. like what to watch out for and inspect. And that's, you know, a very important list also, because it, it again, it creeps up on you. And you don't really know it's happening. It's very slow active. You could just think that you're kind of coming down with a cold or something. Um, so when you when you look at it, during kind of a, a low to moderate, you know, when it's first happening, um, headaches, fatigue, shortness of breath, um, nausea, dizziness, Um, that is all a sign of carbon monoxide poisoning. Now, when it starts getting really bad, when it's more severe in you and you've been in the house too long with it, um, you can start vomiting, a lot of confusion, and just like muscle coordination, things like that. Um, Definitely, if something like that were to happen, you want to open everything up. And then, of course, unconsciousness like if somebody just yeah. passes out right in front of you or something you're feeling sick too open doors get out get them out you know because again it's odorless it it has no smell it has not you can't see it you can't you you literally have no idea that it's happening um and and really so i used to watch this this show called homicide hunter yeah and there was a, I, I always remembered this episode of Homicide Hunter because there was, you know, a family that, like, the whole family was just, they, they lost the whole family in, like, this apartment. And the cat was, like, on, like, the mantle. And, and the family was very religious, so there was a lot of religious stuff around the mantle and everything. And at first, when when they went in, they thought it was some kind of, like, you know, cult thing or like yeah, the, the gotcha. cats, you know, laying on the mantle and the cats, you know, deceased. And Interesting. All the people are in different places around the home and they're all deceased. And they finally figured out that it was carbon monoxide. The cat was just laying on the mantle and they were just religious people. You know, wow. it's kind of perched there. So what ended up happening with the story was the, the, the owner of the apartment building Forged some documents that he had an HVAC guy fix a heater, and he fixed it himself, and he ended up in prison, rightfully so, a hundred percent. But that's how it can just like creep up, you know. So it's so so dangerous. Um, So thinking about prevention, you know, what do you do um, to try and, and and help prevent that and protect your family? Um, one of the main things is having your furnace inspected and maintained by a qualified contractor, not just the owner of the building or someone that really is qualified and completely understands. Um, have any gas appliances, you know, inspected at the same time. Um, anything running off gas, it's, it's good to have a professional take a look at. Um, keep in mind that, you know, space heaters, portable generators – Anything powered by by gas, you know, produces this. So a lot of times, or fire, you know, a lot of times um, you hear people, they just bring in a generator or all these space heaters because the power was out. And then that's when it happens. Um, And and it happens more often than people think. So um, on average in the United States, there's about 400 deaths a year. From carbon monoxide poisoning and 20,000 trips to the emergency room mm. because of it. That's a lot. That is a lot. Um, and that doesn't, you know, anything that's unreported. If it just happens and you don't end up in the emergency room or anything, it's just unreported. You get your house fixed. Who knows how many more than the 20,000 there even is, you know, on top of that. So, Next thing after all doing all of that is, you know, getting your your carbon monoxide detectors, you know, making sure those are where they need to be, good places around the house. You want to put them, you know, near the garage. You want to put them a, a little bit away from the furnace, a little bit away from the kitchen, you know, a little bit away from the things that might put off just a little bit of this. So like 20 feet, at least something like that. Um, But then you want one on each floor of the home. So you want to make sure that you put one on each floor of the home in the basement, first floor, second floor, whatever you got to. And near the bedrooms, you know, obviously is a good spot because that's where you're going to be overnight, things like that. So a lot to do and a lot to think about. Um, And if your carbon monoxide detectors go off, you know, think about calling 911. Mm Mm-hmm. They can get the fire department out there. They can test the home. They got little gas sniffers. They can make sure, you know, that everything's okay or not and and assist in all that. So if they ever go off, don't hesitate to call somebody. Um, We actually had that happen to us years ago. We just heard like a beep. Mm -hmm. And it was like, huh. And then a minute, you know, a few minutes later, we kind of heard it again So I started searching, thinking it's like a smoke detector, you know, battery going dead or something, and realized it was one of the carbon monoxide detectors. Um, It was like, and it didn't didn't go off, but it just beeped, you know, a couple times. But I'm like, "Mm." and we actually have equipment to do, but it's like, I'm in O'Fallon, our stuff's in Kirkwood, so I called the fire department. It was like, you know, it was late at night, we were watching a movie, it's like, you know, midnight on a weekend or whatever, and... I just kind of asked him, is there any way to just send, like, someone with the sniffer? Like, we don't need... Well, if you didn't know, the fire department can go nowhere individually. Like, you ever seen them at Schnucks? They got the whole truck and all the guys. Right. Because if something were to happen... So here it is, like, 1230 at night on, like, a Saturday night, and the fire truck comes racing up. Yeah. Lights going. They drive down my court, turn around all the way to the other end. Pull back all the way to my house. The whole neighborhood's out <laughs> there. And they're like, no, you're fine. It's just old. You need a new one. It's dust will get in there. So there's, you know, so there's some things like that on how often you replace them. You know, those life expectancies are like seven years. You should replace oh, okay. them like
3: That's good to know.
2: every seven, seven, eight years, something like that. Um, we've been in our house for the house we're in now for nine years. Mm-hmm. Last year I did all the carbon monoxide, all the smoke detectors. Just, just redo it all. Get it, get it changed. Get new ones. Start over. Write the dates. Um, probably should have done it sooner because yeah. they were there when I moved in. But um, it is important to to do that, and you know, just make yeah, sure. Yeah, they're fairly you're being inexpensive
3: safe. too. They're, they're it's not <laughs> going to break the bank or anything to, to get some uh, carbon monoxide detectors. So absolutely. Uh, certainly do that. I wanted to stick kind of in the same lane as, as the carbon monoxide talk and turn to radon. That's another kind of silent killer or something that's undetectable that yeah. really can harm you and is prevalent in a lot of homes within St. Louis.
2: Yeah. And <clears throat> actually, we're we're getting close to our time out here. But what I was going to do was my on the road today was going to kind of be about myself. Um, because we just went through this Um, and it's it's a pretty interesting story and i think that um, it's going to really show people that you should look at this stuff and you should look at it you know a little more often and think about it because there is some safety stuff to it um, and you shouldn't just one and done or or not think about it ever again so we're going to get into our break here but when we come back i'll have my hack And then I'm going to do my on the road right after that with my uh, radon story and everything. So, guys, stick around. You are definitely going to want to hear all of this. Um, We'll have that as soon as we return.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
0: That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: And now here's Rich's right at home hack. All right, everybody, here we go. Time for Rich's hack. You heard the man and you know, this is, it doesn't get any simpler than this, but this is a real easy way to tear your tape and leave a starting edge on the roll at the same time. So it's real simple. you Basically, just fold the tape under itself at a 90 degree angle to the roll. Then you just pull down kind of in a snapping motion against the edge of the roll. It'll tear the tape right off there and it'll leave a triangular shape starting tab on the end of the tape. It's really super easy to do. Doesn't work real it doesn't really work with plastic tapes unless you you still gotta kinda knife or scissor cut it. But painter's tape, masking tape, duct tape, super easy to do, real quick, and you always have an edge there to grab and start the next time you need to use it. So like I say, I like to keep it super simple and easy for you guys. You gotta love that one. Remember, you can hear all these hacks every week. Just look them up on my social media. You search Rich Orris Mosby for Facebook. You can find them on LinkedIn. And uh, go back, listen to different ones. Hopefully, it's a lot of great information. And so, Todd, talking about great information, um, like I said before the break, uh, my, my on the road with Rich today is, is thinking of the safety things. Mm-hmm. I, I literally thought of my story – with radon in my house. Cause we, so we've been in my house, you know, nine years um, or somewhere around there. And, you know, we, we got the house, we did all the inspections, all the different stuff. And and again, this is kind of like, you know, boasting like home inspections and testing and stuff a little bit too, yeah. because you know what it, in today's world, how they're buying houses and they're foregoing inspections and stuff like that. What I'd recommend if you have to do that to buy a house, Then do all the testing and inspections and stuff after you own the house because it is just great information. And if you find out you have too much radon, it's a great idea to get a system. So basically, when I was changing all my, my smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors and all this stuff, I said, you know what? I looked and said, you can buy an electronic radon detector. And basically, you just set it in one place. And, and it's not like the ones they use, like the professionals use, because they get their information in a much shorter amount of time. Yeah. This has to sit there. There's like a 30-day and a 90-day, and you can watch you know, what the levels are doing, because the levels can come up and down. But you're looking for what's the, the average reading. When is it? So I, I bought one, put it down in my basement, and... My basement was about five times what they would say you should have in your home oh. where you wouldn't need a system and so needless to say, I now have a system yeah. <laughs> um, it it's sticking out right on the side of my house. I was hoping he could get it through the garage um, like like my last house had and it would be much more hidden and go out through the roof but. Um, there was too much finished area around there and they need to seal the floor around where it's going to go. So he needed more unused like concrete area Mm -hmm. to seal to get good draw on everything. So we sealed up my sump pump tanks. We sealed up some of the floor, got the system in it. It's, it's running. I got a big white pipe on the side of my house. Um, but you know what? Safety is so much more important to me than that big white pipe, um, and and radon is the same as kind of like that that carbon monoxide. It, it's you don't know it's there. You can't just walk in the room and go, oh, what's that smell or yeah. what's that? You know, you just don't know. And it, it is you know so it's just like that. It's odorless. It's invisible. It's a radioactive you know natural gas that's released from you know soil, rock, water, everything underground. So it comes from you know, underneath your foundation. Um, and it's really, it's like smoking. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, if, if you're a smoker, you have like 10 times the greater risk of developing lung cancer. If you also have radon levels in your house. Wow. So the two combined is absolutely horrible. Um, so definitely, Get it checked out, get a detector, put it in your basement, watch it for months like I did and kind of go, oh, wow, you know, um, so, so speaking of, you know, like what the radon does and, and all the different effects. So basically, they say there's 21,000 lung cancer deaths each year. Um, that's what the EPA has reported from radon, you know, leading mm-hmm. stuff in, in the environment and in your homes. So it's the second leading cause of lung cancer, of course, right after smoking. Yeah. So definitely something you want to watch and, and take care of. So you can you can just have a professional come in. They do make other tests that you can buy at like, you know, Home Depot or Lowe's, and then you send them in. Okay. You basically, hang it in your basement for however long it says. You mail it in; they'll test it and everything. Um, but the professionals can come in, and like this, this guy came in and he he didn't trust my thing. You know, <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> I bought mine at like Lowe's or one of those places. Um, I want to say it was maybe 30, 30 bucks or yeah. something like that. Um, so he put his kit in and everything, left it there for like you know two days or whatever, came back and was like, yep. Mm-hmm. It's accurate. We should be getting on this, you know. So definitely, um, something to think about and consider, and and make sure that you get that taken care of. And it's another, you know, relatively speaking, you know,
3: inexpensive fix. It's not going to break yeah. the bank. You know, you're not talking thousands and thousands of dollars. So
2: no, I I think ours testing everything all in was it was around a thousand. Yeah, eleven hundred, right? Something like that, um, and and it had the fan and the, all that stuff with it, um, so it, it wasn't that bad to do. There are a lot of areas, cities, and municipalities now, um, especially in like rockier, you know, areas mm-hmm. that that have a lot of this, that they're putting it in the newer codes for new construction that they're just automatically putting this in. I mean, they're running plumbing pipes throughout the whole house as they're building it. To run one more pipe that goes from your basement floor out the roof while you build a house is extremely easy to do. You can pick your location. You can put it in the center. Whatever's going to work. And really, just it's so much better practice, you know, when you're when you're building. And that's why mine's on the outside of my house. Cause right. There's a bathroom above it. Yeah. There's not really anywhere to, you know, cabinets and things that there's really nowhere to run it. And and it's a four-inch pipe, so it does not fit inside walls. And even if it was smaller and fit inside the wall, you'd really deteriorate your insulation
0: mm-hmm. value, you
2: yeah. know, yeah. inside that wall, putting a pipe, you know, that big inside the wall and an exterior wall. So definitely um, something to think about and think like I did just test. If you've been in your home for 15 years, do another test. It's yeah. really not that big of a deal. So well, what else were you thinking about?
3: So I give you kind of some two specific topics just now. Uh, let me go ahead and just give you just a general question here about safety. You know, what can people do just generally speaking to keep their home safe?
2: Well, um, there, there's a lot of different things that you can do. Um, and I love the, the thinking about why, you know, why would you do all these different things? So if you look at kind of the statistical stuff, um, there's 1.1 million burglaries that occur in the United States um, it, it, each year. That one's from like 2019. Um, children that are injured or killed in homes, there's approximately 12,000 children and young adults that die from injuries each year Mm. just just things that happen Um, home fires 350,000 home structure fires each year Um, so you know and it's funny because you think about how big the country is because really when you think about your neighborhood like oh yeah we've had like two home fires yeah in the past five years well yeah because you spread that over the country it's happening a lot more than you think um, just not next next door to you, you know, mm-hmm. all the time. So it's definitely worth thinking about. So, so a list of some things that you could think about is like, um, you know, cameras, home security. Install like a smart doorbell, you know, that sort of thing. Get the Ring, something like that, just to just to help out and, you know, even witness things or you know deter people, you know, from your home. Uh, making sure that just, there's some simple things like making sure there's locks on your windows and that they work, you know, especially in older homes, those locks break. And a lot of people, they just never really fix or there's just one screw. It'd be real easy to, you know, pop that lock or whatever. So make sure they're good. Make sure they work. Dead bolts on your doors is another real simple one. That's not a big deal to do. Um, A newer one in like today's world, how we kind of talk about like, you know, all these things are changing and stuff, Um, a delivery box protection system. So they make these Hmm. like lockable, secure boxes that you can actually have your deliveries put in from amazon or you know fedex or whoever um and lock them things up so they're not stealing packages off your porch a lot of door locks um that are you know wi-fi enabled and all that stuff now um you can actually unlock the door and like amazon will set the package in your foyer shut the door door locks right back up they do have a service where it does it automatically yeah i didn't do that (laughs) Right. It kind of, you know, got that little bit old school worry of like, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> what if it just unlocks for the wrong guy or something? I'm like, right. I'm, you know, I'm, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to know about it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, motion activated lights, security systems, security cameras, um, adding, you know, having window sensors with that security stuff. Um, and of course, you get into like what we we're just talking about smoke alarms carbon monoxide alarms. Um, there, there's just so many things like that, you know, that the radon sensor put one of them in the basement. Tracking humidity is a great thing. Just have something on each level of your home that kind of watches the relative humidity and make sure that's not getting too high and, you know, creating mold or anything like that. Um, so really um, good thing. Sliding doors is a great thing to get extra locks, get some kind of, like, track lock or a bar Mm -hmm. or other things, because sliding doors are really, you know, if they're not the multi-point system and all that, older sliding doors can be super, super easy to break into and get through and all of that. So we are coming on our second break here. We'll have plenty more tips and hints on all this safety stuff for you coming up in the next segment. But I did want to remind everybody, if you're looking for any of this stuff If you're interested in getting any of it done, you can give Mosby a call, 314-909-1800. Go to callmosby.com and just, you know, get with us. We can help you actually perform and fix and do all this stuff. So we'll be right back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns,
0: including right here in yours You're listening to Ride at Home with
2: Rich. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. All right, guys, we are back. And, you know, today, home safety day, we're going through so many things. I got my right hand man here, Todd Bachman, kind of helping me run through this list and, and, you know, just give out some really good safety tips, just things to think about. Um, And, uh, you know, a lot of personal experiences with some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, So, Kind of finishing this list of, of some of the things you should think about for safety in your home. Um, keep an emergency kit in the house. Um, just all these kits have different stuff, so kind of research them, look at them. i tell you another kind of personal thing, something we just got. They actually make this device for... Um, Like the Heimlich maneuver, choking if someone's choking, and it's like a mouth thing, Uh and you. And so we got some of them in our house, and my we put one in my in laws house and stuff, and just because you just never know, you know, and and know where it is, know how it is, um, all of that. A fire extinguisher. Mm -hmm. um, I personally have had to use a fire extinguisher, and um, just just ask kim zimmer about the the microwave i had to buy from her cuz mine was on fire <laughs> right you know <laughs> like so yeah i'm literally you know been there done that so it is a great idea to have a fire extinguisher and we were kind of talking about like the cameras and the security and stuff like that but you know there's there's something like that that you can do too kind of like the fake it till you make it thing. They make fake cameras. You can get security stickers. Yeah. You can put stuff around to where people will think they're on film. People will think that there's security systems, you know, stick one of them in the yard on the stick, put some stickers by the door, window, glass, whatever. And and so if you don't want to go through all that or have these, you know, ring cameras and stuff and, you know, then just – Buy one, put it up there, but don't use it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. people will think, "Oh, I want to go there."
3: Yeah, you know.
2: (laughs) So, So, so what else have we been thinking about here? Well, let's kind of flip to the opposite here. Are there things we should
3: not do or have at our home in order to keep safe?
2: So you know, there is a good list of things that we should definitely you know not be doing. Things that we used to do that's just not a great idea anymore, and really. For, for the love of everything, the main one is do not hide a spare key under your welcome mat. Yeah. Um, and I'm telling you right now, th- so there's products that if you need to really want to hide a key, there are products that can help you, you know, hide a key somewhere. But remember, all of those products you can find about how to hide a spare key outside your home. You know, search search Amazon and see this list of all these different cool fake rocks and stuff, well, you better believe the criminals are searching that same list. Right, yeah. You know, if if, what I would recommend is if you really want to hide a key outside your home, find a really good spot, and then the person that you're going to tell where the key is in case they need to get in, don't tell them where it is. See if they can find it. Hmm. If they find it, you might want to think about another location. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, so, and again, you get the newer locks, stuff like that. I can unlock my front door from Florida. Right. You know, so it's really, um, there's different things like that that you can do to get around that. Um, But so some other things are like, you know, the family stickers identifying like on your car or on your home. Um, you know, it's a good point. You put, there's kids in this room. Well, then everyone knows there's kids in this room or different things like that. So those just aren't really, you know, a great idea either. Um, hiding valuables, like don't leave anything in plain sight, have a safe, you know, things like that for valuables, um, social media, you know, just really limit the information that you put, on Facebook, especially about vacations or while you're on vacation, you know, posting stuff about how cool the place is where you are. Well, you know, you just never know who's looking, watching or seeing that. Exactly. Um, So it's just not a great idea. We don't really need to see that anyway. We don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We can see it after you're back. Right. Um, Watching the mail, you know, stop your mail service, have a neighbor pick it up. Don't let the mail pile up. Don't leave valuables in your car, um, anything like that. Guns, gun safety, I'm telling you right now, do not leave a gun in your vehicle. It just the worst possible spot you could ever do, you know, is, is leave a gun in your vehicle. Even if it's locked, whatever, it doesn't matter. you got to keep those things locked up. Um, don't allow, watch who you give a key to. Don't allow people to to make a spare key. If you give someone a spare key, you never know if they're out there making it. That's another reason why I like these locks with the codes. You can put a temporary code. They can use a code that goes away, mm-hmm. you know, and and then it's gone once they're gone and, and they don't have access again and never use that code again. Um, don't leave your garage door open. Simple things like that, um, and, and definitely watch—you know—prescription drugs that you may have in your household. Keep them put away, keep them out of sight. That sort of thing, um, especially if you're like when we sold our last house, we actually had somebody steal prescription drugs out of our bathroom. Really? Yeah. Oh my they, goodness. They—they they took pain pills. Right out of the medicine cabinet in our bathroom. And it was a whole interesting thing. I mean, like O'Fallon police showed up, they fingerprinted, they oh, take yeah. this stuff extremely Absolutely. seriously. Um, and it was eye opening for us because some of the things you just don't think about is like, you know, you're doing an open house, you don't like, Open the medicine cabinet or you don't, you know, Yeah. if people still live there. That's well, when you
3: slip in the laxatives in the, uh, the yeah, yeah, bottle. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. But people come in just for that. They're not there to see your home. They're oh, there I to would see what's in your cabinet. that kind of blows my mind, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, that's that that what they crazy.
3: told us. Okay. Well, yep. You've opened a whole new uh, world to me there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what about uh, any sort of tips that you'd offer for people, something happen to their home or in their neighborhood what should they do
2: well you know yeah there is a lot of things that um outside of just your house that you can do um and really like joining you know a neighborhood watch group is is a great thing to do and you know you'll meet some of the neighbors you'll understand who people are stuff like that but i think another big one is um you know, re- reporting any suspicious activities. There's so many things nowadays that, that just are, you know, seem weird to us or whatever. Um, and just report them. You know, don't let things go because you hear that all the time when once something happens, they're like, yeah, I'd been, that home had been getting a whole lot of deliveries and we didn't know why, you know, or, or and it, so if it's, if it, doesn't matter if it doesn't end up being anything that's okay yeah you know but you just don't want to be the one next door that it happens to you know and the house blows up because they're cooking meth in there you know something's happening so keep your eyes open and report anything that you see Um, staying up on some you know trends when it comes to home safety and personal safety is, is a really big thing so just checking, you know, the internet, doing searches about things that you could do because they're going to come up with new things and different things all the time. So constantly educating yourself on the topic is a really, really great thing to do. Um, Like we talked about the, you know, the CPR thing, take a CPR class, take first aid classes, you know, things like that is, is just, Good knowledge to have, like we were talking about the the thing for choking and all that. Yeah. You know, do that. And then some of the other big stuff is really just under the topic of having a plan, you know, thinking about what if this stuff were to happen. So, like, have a plan for your family when it comes to responding to any type of emergency, tornado, you know, hurricanes, fires, break ins, you know, have a plan of like where do you go, how do you get out, where should we meet, you know, things like that are so important, but also understanding, you know, most municipalities have emergency action plans. So look at the websites and find out like what is the the municipality or the town's emergency action plan for a tornado or stuff like that. They'll have these things, you know, that they talk about and then again, you know, educating educate, you know, talk to your neighbors, talk to your children for sure. I know it's, you know, we just don't talk as much like that, even with our own children and everything, but it's so sure. good to just take the time and really better understand what's happening and, and understand the safety in making those plans. Cause it's really just, just a big deal. Cause you never know when it's going to You'll be the one, and when it's going to happen to you, and the same thing, you know, with the neighbors, um, as far as having plans for if something's going on, that sort of thing. We actually had one of our neighbors that um, their their dog came outside and it was barking like crazy in the middle of the night, and their dog literally never does this, mm. and we couldn't get a hold of the neighbor, and nobody would answer the door, and my wife was so concerned about. The dog, and I was like, we should be calling the police. Like, they could all be dying of carbon monoxide poisoning in there right now. Or you just don't know what's happening in there. We didn't know if they were home or nothing. Finally, they called back. They were out of town. And, And the dog went through the doggy door, and there was a smoke alarm beeping driving the dog crazy and oh. that's why the dog came out and it was the dead of winter and it was freezing cold and all that it was it was the craziest thing but um good thing we were you know heard it and were around yeah. it you know we took the dog in and everything but um you know so so be you know think about your neighbors talk to your neighbors meet your neighbors that sort of thing we are completely out of time had a blast with this hope it was helpful and we'll talk to everybody else next week
1: get more at 971 talk.com